This program is made possible by the giving of the God Called Partners of Renner Ministries. Hello, friend. I'm so glad that you're with me today. My name is Denise Renner, and I'm excited about what we're going to study today. We're talking about an encounter with Jesus. Is there anything more important, more precious, more powerful than to have an encounter with Jesus, a one-on-one -on -one encounter with Him. There is nothing more important or more powerful to happen in your life. You know, many people now, they're, they're searching for experience. They're searching for an experience maybe with drugs or with illicit sex or, or with alcohol or with all the riches that they can attain. They want an experience. But all those experiences, they are in the shadow compared to having an encounter with Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, creator of the universe, lover, the greatest lover, the lover on the inside of you, the helper on the inside of you, the comforter on the inside of you the teacher on the inside of you. There's nothing in this world greater than having an encounter with Him. And He invites us to have an encounter with Him every single day through the person of the Holy Spirit. Well, I want to encourage you and because I want to tell you about my husband's books because that will encourage you in your walk with him. This is Sparkling Gems. It's a daily devotional. And each day there are Greek words. You can study them. And they're so powerful. I mean, so many people have come up to me through the years and said, we use this as a family devotional. Children love this. Here And here's volume number two. Oh, they're so wonderful. And also, I want to offer you my book. It's brand new. It's called Unstoppable. I think if there's ever a time that we need to develop an unstoppable attitude, it's right now that we say no to offense, that we say no to fear, that we say no to bowing down to other people's opinions. Well, that's what my book is about, to encourage you to press through all those kinds of things, those obstacles that want to stand in our way and keep us from winning our prize. Well, I'm excited about this program today and stay with me and we'll begin our teaching. Today, we're going to talk about a woman that had an encounter with Jesus, and we call her the Canaanite woman in Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. Now, before we begin, if you need prayer, oh, it's an important time for us to pray together, for us to encourage one another, 
for us to reach out to one another. Oh, please call us or write us. And there's going to be somebody right there to pray with you, to believe with you, to encourage you. It's a time of getting to know Jesus better and better and better. And what an exciting way in praying with somebody else. So please give us a call or write us. And if God is doing something amazing in your life, let us know. This is a time of miracles. I know that the enemy is kind of showing some of his power and that his ugliness and his evilness. But God is greater. And the one on the inside of you is greater than the one in this world. And it's a time for us to recognize who's on the inside of us. And when you get a testimony, don't you hold it in and not tell somebody. Because Revelation chapter 12, verse 11 says, we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Your testimony has power. So don't hold it into yourself. Give your testimony. Tell somebody else how great God is today. Well, we're going to begin our teaching. Now we are talking about personal encounters with Jesus one-on-one. And that is what you have. That is what I have because the Bible says that he that is with the Lord is one spirit. So you're not over here. God's over there. God is in the very inside of you in the person of the Holy Spirit. The third person of the Godhead lives in you. And he, it's normal for us to have encounter with him. And that is what we are going to talk about today about this woman. And it's Matthew chapter 15, as I told you. Well, the first thing that we notice about this woman, that she's a Canaanite, and that means that her relatives in the past were enemies of Israel. Now, the Canaanites were known for human sacrifices and worshiping idols. The Canaanites were not good people. You can see why they were enemies of the Israelites. And that's why it's so amazing that this woman would reach out to Jesus. So this woman, she's from a terrible background. She came to Jesus. And the Bible says that she cried out. Let's read it. It says in verse 22, And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. Now, I looked this up in the language, and it's not like she just saw Jesus there. And she just one time said, Son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. And then Jesus didn't look at her or say anything. And then she said, oh, well, I guess he didn't hear me. Well, I guess it's just not my day. No, 
in the language, in the Greek language, it clearly means that she cried out over and over and over again, saying, have mercy on me. Can't you just hear her? Have mercy on me, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. Have mercy. Have mercy on me, the son of David. My daughter is demon, severely demon-possessed. Have mercy. Have mercy on me, O son of David. My daughter's demon-possessed. She was crying out. She's crying out and she's crying out. Why was she crying out? Have you ever had a child that was so severely sick? A child, maybe a child that was deformed. A child that had severe handicaps. A child that couldn't feed himself. A child that couldn't walk. A child that was screaming all the time. A child that was sick all the time. As a mother, what would that be like to you? You would be so desperate. She would be looking every place you could find. As a responsible mother, you would be doing everything you could for your child. Well, evidently, this Canaanite woman, she heard about Jesus. And for some reason, maybe it was a testimony she heard, she heard that there could be help there. And as Jesus is there, she's not just going to scream out once or twice. She's going to scream out over and over and over again. Have mercy. Have mercy on me, son of David. My daughter, my daughter's severely demon-possessed. Well, what happens after that? Verse 23, but he did not answer her a word. And the disciples came and urged him saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now, Jesus, he didn't say, okay, let's send her away. All he said was, this is not who I was sent to. But this supposedly rejection that this woman is, is experiencing. And I'm sure that she can hear the disciples. Oh, Lord, should we send her away? Send her away, Lord. She's bothering us. She's been screaming and screaming and screaming. She's just a Canaanite woman. Oh, let's just send her away. But it didn't stop that woman then it says in verse 25, then she came and she worshiped him saying, Lord, help me. For her, her answer had not come. Her answer, she, didn't get, she hadn't gotten what she wanted yet. And how many of us really want what God has 
his miracle working power, his peace giving power, his, his uh, giving us joy, giving us strength when we're weak. How many of us desperately want from Jesus exactly like this woman? How many of us cry out? Or how many of us say, well, I'm not going to cry out anymore because all the people around me, they have an opinion and, and I'm getting embarrassed because I ain't crying out and nothing has happened. This didn't stop that woman. She didn't move away to go to a lower level answer. She knew her answer was standing in front of her. She wasn't going to depend on her own thinking. She knew that there was no other answer. And friend, I'm telling you, when we get in des when you get desperate enough, you'll know that our focus needs to be sharpened like it was on this woman, sharpened on Jesus and saying, He's my only answer. Thank you for your suggestion, but Jesus is my only answer. This is the attitude that this woman had. I have a question. Would we cry out? Would we not care what others thought or said? She did. She doesn't stop there. She worshiped him. We don't know what her worship looked like. We could imagine maybe she fell on the ground and maybe, we don't know, maybe she held on to his feet. Maybe, maybe she looked up at him and, and she said, I worship you, I worship you, son of David, have mercy on me. We don't know what her worship looked like. But we know that, it, that she worshiped him. She was not letting him go of this possibility that her daughter could be free. No one else was crying out to Jesus for her daughter to be free. It's an encounter with Jesus, just Jesus and this woman. She does not care what the disciples think or anyone else. You can tell that because she's screaming and screaming and screaming. They say, Lord, should we send her away? She ignores that. She either gets on the, probably gets on the ground before Jesus and starts worshiping him. She recognizes he's the only one with the answer. Something powerful happens when we worship Jesus. There's an exchange that happens when we worship Jesus. This woman was exchanging everything, every other answer, anything what anyone else thought about her to get Jesus' attention and to say to him a simple prayer, help me. And I was asking this question to myself when I was studying this. Does our worship, is it a worship 
that says, God, I lay down my own thoughts. I lay down my own opinions. I lay down my fears. And Lord, I take on what you said about this situation. I believe only on you, Jesus. That is exactly what this woman did. It's so beautiful. You know, many years ago, I was in a situation and I truly was desperate because I was having panic attacks. I had a tremendous amount of fear in my life. I had no idea what to do. My hands were painfully cold all the time. My feet were painfully cold all the time. I, it was like I had a vice on my mind. I had no peace. I didn't know what to do. I only knew that the word of God and Jesus was the answer. I didn't want to go to a doctor because I thought, well, they'll just give me pills or something and they'll just put some diagnosis on me. No, I'm just going to stay in here. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to stay with the word of God till I get the answer. And do you know what happened? I would say I was something like this woman. One night, it was in the middle of the night. My whole family was sleeping. I was up sleepless nights. I took a hold of the sink in this bedroom and I said, God, I don't know what you want, but I am not letting go of you. It was a few weeks later and a man of God spoke to me. He didn't know anything that was going on in my life. God knew what was going on in my life and he knew my desperateness inside of my soul and my trust in him and that he was my only answer. And this man of God said to me, he said, you're a sensitive person. And he said, you've got pain in your heart. He said, you're going to wake up in 24 hours and you're going to wake up in a different world. Well, I thought, okay, in those 24 hours, I was able to see, God showed me a situation that I had, had great pain in my heart about. And I forgave someone and I released forgiveness to that person. I'm telling you, friend, I went to bed that night and I woke up the next morning and it was like the invisible hand of God came into my heart and he took, took out all the bitterness that was in my heart and unforgiveness and confusion and pain and its tentacles that were growing down into my soul and cause, causing me to have great fear. And it was like he did it in the middle of the night and I woke up the next morning and I was completely free. Every symptom that I had, it was absolutely gone. My mind was normal. My hands and my feet were normal. All fear was gone. I was desperate and I got my answer. I was much like this woman, but I wouldn't give up. And this woman, she's not giving up. And when we come to a place, it's so deep in worship. When we say with our heart, I don't know what I have to do, but I'm not letting go of you because you are my answer. You are my only answer. Do you know that here 
are the tones of worship in that kind of statement. I surrender. You are the answer. There's not another answer for me. I'm not leaving till I get my answer. There is something so holy about recognizing that he is the Lord of your life and that you trust in him and him alone. That is worship. Out of that worship for that woman, that woman, out of the worship that came out of her heart, and we don't know what it looked like, but out of that worship came a simple prayer. And it was, Lord, help me. Well, something amazing happens after that prayer. Jesus, he starts talking to her. And he says, it's verse 26. It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, yes, Lord, but even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from her, the master's table. And Jesus answered and said, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be as you desire. You see, when Jesus said, even about the dogs and about the bread, he said that the bread on the table is healing bread for the lost sheep of Israel. And it's not for you. And he mentions that she's a dog. Well, look at what Jesus does. This is so amazing. I think that woman said, perfect. The bread's on the table. Crumbs fall off of the table onto the floor. The little dogs are on the floor, he has said, I'm like a dog. So like a dog, I'm going to take the crumbs from that bread. She saw that he was making a way that she could have this miracle. He said, the bread's on the table, but crumbs fall from the table to little dogs. She said, well, I know that in this culture, I'm considered a dog, but even the little dogs, they get the crumbs from that bread that you've got that's healing. So that means, Lord, I'm going to take the crumbs. She saw a way to her miracle. Is that fantastic? Jesus, without disobeying the law or anything, he spoke it away that hope rise, raised in her heart. She saw herself as that little dog. She saw herself under that table and she knew the crumbs that were from that bread that was healing were going to fall on the floor. And she could take those crumbs and she could get what she wanted. And look, and Jesus said, great is your faith. Be it unto you as you desire. Oh, do you not love Jesus?
He made a way for this precious woman, for her daughter, who was severely demon-possessed, for her to be free. Friend, that's how much he loves you and I. He sees our affliction and he's made a way to deliver us and save us from our affliction and our problems. Well, stay with me because I want to pray with you. Are you tired of getting stopped by the negative voices and opinions that seem to paralyze you along the way? Fear, offense, and negative opinions can have a stifling effect on your life. It's time for you to push them out of the way and become unstoppable. In Denise Renner's new five-part series, Unstoppable, she opens up and shares how she overcame profound negativity in her own mind so she could do what God wanted her to do with her life, as only Denise can do. She talks about the lies the devil spoke to her mind and emotions and what she had to do to uproot, silence, and become absolutely free from those lies. In this empowering series, Denise reveals how to identify the mental lies that are trying to emotionally control you, how to shut your ears to voices of negativity that have dominated you too long, how to embrace freedom, and really begin to step forward to be the free person Jesus Christ wants you to be. This five-part series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. We're also offering you Denise's 208-page book, Unstoppable. Rick says, Denise bears her heart and soul on paper and shows every reader how to walk out of an emotional prison into complete freedom to become unstoppable in life. This powerful, life-changing book is available for $20. Don't delay ordering Denise's five-part series, Unstoppable, and her book, Unstoppable. These two resources have the power to alter the course of your life. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. My name is Joel Renner, coming to you right from Moscow, Russia. I want to say thank you to all of our ministry partners because of your support that we can help people fighting addictions get their families and their lives back. All around the world, there is a huge drug crisis. Maybe you know someone who has suffered or is suffering from alcohol and drug addictions. The cycle of addiction is a terrible thing. Because of the generous support of our partners, we have been able to join with several Christian rehab centers where men and women can be trained to reintegrate into the workplace, receive the medical help they need, and have a support system in place so they're not isolated and alone. Because of your generous support, we have seen people with hepatitis C get well, many who lost their family relationships get back together, and many others who were on heroin, cocaine, and other drugs receive freedom and become complete people again. This has been made possible through partners who support our work. Please call or go online to renew.org. Because of your support, we are able to make a huge difference in people's lives. Friend, do you see how much Jesus wants to get that miracle to that woman and how that woman recognized that Jesus was the only answer? I'm telling you, there are situations and there are situations right now, and you're probably facing one, that Jesus is the only answer. And I want to pray with you right now. Father, oh, Father God, we thank you for your presence right now. You care for us so much, Lord. We receive your loving kindness and your tender mercy right now, Father. Father, I pray for my friend that they can reach 
out with their faith right now and receive that miracle that they want. God's touching somebody's face right now. You've had a paralysis in your face and the power of God is on your face right now. Just move your face and you're going to see that the power of God is there healing you right now. Give him thanks. Give him praise. That is the miracle working power of our God. He's the only one with miracle working power. And Lord, we give you all the praise in Jesus name in his glorious name. Friend, I've enjoyed being with you. Please let us know how we can pray for you. And if God does something special in your life, please let us know. And I am going to see you again on our next program. 